I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. I am very happy you're with us today. Hey, listen, last week uh, we did a show and it was uh, signs that you're unhealthier than you think. And I'm kind of motivated for this. I'm going to get a little personal for a second. Uh, A friend of mine recently passed away and he had cancer and he had a chronic cough. And I always said we need to get that checked. And we did some hiatal hernia work and things like that. He never followed up with it. And uh, I don't know if it would have changed anything. It was a pancreatic issue. Uh, I don't know if the pancreas was causing the, the chronic cough. But if you have signs and symptoms, it's a good idea to get them checked out. So, certainly some of the things we talked about. Now, last week we discussed a lot. That's available on our website, drjoe.com. And also if you're a po- on whatever podcast service you use, it's Dr. Joe for the health of it. Dr. Joe, for the health of it, um, that podcast is out there already. So I'm going to continue in this vein in honor of my friend, because if we have issues and we don't check them out, uh, it could lead to something more serious. And I'm going to start out with that indigestion thing, because we have a lot of patients come to us with digestive issues. It might be acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, uh, diarrhea, constipation. So Things like this are telling us that the digestive system isn't working properly. Now, the digestive system is a really complex system. I mean, think about this. You eat, you could eat a little square hamburger with white bread, and it can become broken down, absorbed into the body, and it can build bicep muscle out of it or eye tissue. Not well, because it's not high in nutrients, but the body can survive on really bad stuff. Okay, not thrive, but survive. And so... We're putting all this junk into the body, and the digestive system is, is, is given the task to break this stuff down and make it usable. So it can go awry because it's a very complex system. So it's really important that you consider what you're putting in your body and think the adverse side effects that may occur. And what's it going to do to my digestive system? So if you have indigestion, uh, that can be a sign of something really serious. It could be a sign of cardiovascular issues. It could be a sign of gastrointestinal problems. Uh, it could be a sign that your stomach is pushing up against your diaphragm. Very common situation. I talk about this on every show I think I've ever done in the past 40 years. Your stomach is supposed to sit below the diaphragm. Your stomach can push up into the diaphragm, and that can cause acid reflux or heartburn or burping or gas. So if you have those symptoms, it's not something you want to ignore. And many cases, many cases, major, major majority of them, we just need to take the stomach and adjust it or pull it back down away from the diaphragm. And it's a physical issue. So what we do in our office is we treat the patient for a while. If we don't see a lot of results, we may go out and then order an MRI or a CAT scan or more tests. But we like to start out slow and build up, I call it escalation of care, because so many times people jump to the end game. I'm going for surgery. Well, Maybe you don't need the surgery. Let's see if we can fix it without the surgery. Uh, I'm going to get an MRI. I'm going to get a CAT scan. I'm totally in favor of testing. I love testing patients, but maybe you don't need that quite yet. Now, if it's life-threatening, of course, we want to jump to the end game right away. But many cases that we can go basic, uh, very low-tech treatments, and in most cases get amazing results. Uh, Most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain is chiropractic care. 
most effective, least expensive. Why wouldn't we start every case of back pain with chiropractic care? I don't know. If I was Grand Poobah the Universe, I'd say we have to start here. And there are cases sometimes that come in our office and it's, a, it's something that it's not within our wheelhouse. And we say, you know what, we're going to go right to an MRI or a CAT scan or a surgery. So we like to start out basic. Uh, it's a lot easier. It's a lot simpler. A lot safer too, by the way, just so you know that. So if you have indigestion, it could be something wrong. And if you do, you might want to get it, come see us and let us check it to see what's going on. And if we find something more than what we think we can handle, we'll co-manage the case with a gastroenterologist or an orthopedist or neurologist or whatever we need to do. So don't ignore bloating, gas, diarrhea, constipation, acid reflux. It can become something really serious. Don't take that lightly. Go, ah, it's no big deal. I just have a little gas. Well, little gas is okay. A lot of gas is a big issue. I get this question a lot. Again, I've been in practice 37 years. I get this question a lot. Dr. Joe, I got toenail fungus. I got jock itch. I've got vaginal yeast infections. I've got uh, itching under my armpit. What do I do about that? Well, according to the American Diabetic Association, skin complications like fungal infections are sometimes the first sign of diabetes. Now, what does that mean? Well, diabetes is an issue with blood sugar. And if you're eating a lot of sugar, it can be leading to diabetes. But what usually happens is it's feeding the yeast that's living in your colon. So I'll back up. In your colon, you have probably about 100 different types of bacteria. And some are good and some are not good. But they live in harmony if you're healthy. They live in a symbiotic relationship. There's also something in your colon called yeast. Candida albicans, if you want to know specifically what I'm talking about. So candida lives there and it helps break down sugar when you eat sugar. So if you eat a lot of sugar, you're feeding the candida albicans and it makes lots of baby candida albicans. And it starts to multiply. Now, it's in competition with the bacteria. So as long as everything's balanced, you're in good shape. But what can happen is the yeast gets overgrown because the sugar can be killing off the good bacteria and it's feeding the yeast. So it's killing off the good guys, feeding the bad guys. And so now the yeast overgrows in your colon. And what the yeast does, simply put, is it wants to go on vacation. So it will burrow a hole in your colon. And the colon in some places is only one cell thick. Gets into the blood system. So now the yeast is floating around the blood system going, I want to set up shop where it's nice and warm and moist. And so where's a good place to set up shop that's warm and moist? Well, how about your toes? How about your jock, your crotch? Uh, women, the vagina, the armpits, the ears. Sometimes you get a yeast infection, it starts to itch in your ears. And so those are indications or signs that you have a systemic, you may have a systemic yeast infection. So a simple test that you can do, and this is really cool because it's free. Tonight, when you go to bed, put a glass of water next to your bed, clear glass of water. When you wake up tomorrow morning, first thing you do, get a big mouthful of spit, scrape your tongue with your teeth, get a big mouthful of spit and spit into that glass. Now you can wait up to an hour and see if this yeast, if, if the, the spit gets these little tentacles coming down from it, kind of like looking like an octopus. And if that's the case, chances are you have what's called a systemic full system yeast infection. Now, what do you do about it? Well, there's two approaches you can take. One is we can give you medication for it. And the medication is very effective. However, it can really destroy your liver. So you might get rid of yeast, but you cause some severe liver damage. The more practical, safer approach is we have a, a supplement protocol that we've put together. And uh, I probably should put that on the website. Uh, why don't you do that, Joe? Remind me to put that on the website, a yeast protocol on the website. And it's a supplement protocol to put together. And you take that, but you also have to change your diet. 
and I know you don't want to hear this, but you got to cut out the sugars, the breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, uh, because you're feeding that yeast. And the yeast is just going crazy and making yeast babies with that sugar. So you got to start killing it off, and the supplements will help kill it off, and then you have to stop feeding it. And in most cases, it takes a few months. It's usually three, four, five, six months, but you settle on the yeast. Why is it important to kill off the yeast? Well, jock itch and vaginal infections and toenail fungus, yeah. But that yeast can get into your cells and can cause the cells to malfunction. So it's not something you want to take lightly. It's not something you just say, ah, it's no big deal. It's just yeast. It's a pretty serious thing. And it can cause fatigue. It can cause uh, cell function, uh, energy production being affected by the cells. So that's why it's a good idea if you have the yeast to do something about it. And that's why I recommend you take care of that. So toenail fungus, jock itch, vaginal yeast infections, these are warning signs telling you something's wrong. Think of these things that we're talking about today as a fire alarm. The fire alarm is going off. What do you do? You can either shut off the fire alarm or get the heck out of the building. Well, I recommend you get the heck out of the building because the fire alarm's there for a reason. It's telling you that there's something wrong. And I don't want that to become a serious issue like, I don't know, you can burn to death. Well, same thing with these symptoms. They can tell you something's wrong and they become a lot worse if you don't deal with it. Now, a lot of people complain about snore, people that snore, snorers. Is that a word, snore? It can be annoying, but it could be a silent sign of what we call sleep apnea. Now, sleep apnea is when you stop breathing in your sleep. And it becomes an issue because you can't breathe and then your body gasps for air. And you're gasping for air, trying to get oxygen back up to your brain. Your brain is going into, a, you know, reaction mode. Something's wrong here. I got to keep this body alive. And if you're not getting enough oxygen, it can lead to a lot of problems, including heart issues. Now, with snoring, many times, not always, but many times the stomach, which sits below the diaphragm, is pushing up against the diaphragm. The diaphragm, when you breathe, drops down and sucks air into the lungs. It lifts up and blows air out of the lungs. So what's happening is you're trying to sleep. The stomach is preventing the diaphragm from going down. You're not getting enough oxygen, and then you gasp for air, and you're grabbing for air. So many times we can fix that by pulling the stomach down away from the diaphragm. I've also had people that snore respond very well to getting their neck adjusted because the nerves in the neck, there's one nerve specifically called the phrenic nerve, controls your diaphragm. And the diaphragm is the thing that goes up and down. So the diaphragm is in your midbody, but the nerve supply to the diaphragm, the main nerve supply is coming from the fourth cervical vertebrae. It's called the phrenic nerve. So we can adjust the neck, open up the nerve supply to the phrenic nerve, and then the diaphragm is able to move more efficiently as well. So many times this happens in people that are overweight. They got that big belly. Um, they have pinched nerves in their neck. The stomach's up against the diaphragm. So what we do is we try to address all the issues. Fix the nerve supply, fix the stomach, and fix the diet. And if, if we have a program, it's on the website, drjoe.com, and it's called the 21-day weight loss program, a 21-day cleanse. And it's a little challenging because the first couple of days, you take a lot of supplements and you eat a lot of fruits and vegetables and drink a lot of water and, and shakes. Uh, so we got to reset your brain with it. But if you can make it past the third day, in most cases, you're pretty golden for the rest of the, rest of the 21 days. And it kind of resets your brain so you start eating better. So that's on the website, drjoe.com. But snoring is an issue. Snoring is telling us that there's something wrong. We don't want to ignore it. Many times with people that snore, they have a lot of mucus. And the two main mucus-producing foods are dairy and wheat. So I always recommend people cut out dairy and wheat. And here's my challenge. I always give you a challenge. 
no wheat, no dairy for two weeks. Eh, one week. I'll give it to you for one week. I'll make you an offer you can't refuse. So we're going to go no dairy, no wheat for one week. Not a bite, not a nibble, nothing. No wheat, no dairy for one week. At the end of one week, I want you to have some pizza, which is wheat and dairy. See how you feel. I've never had anyone come back to me and say, Dr. Joe, I felt great by eating the pizza. Everyone says, wow, I was tired. I was bloated. I was gassy. I had constipation. I had mucus in my nose. I was blowing my nose. I had spit. All that's a reaction to wheat and dairy. So I do recommend you cut out wheat and dairy. And if you don't believe me, cut it out and then go back to it and you'll see the difference. But that can also be affecting your snoring. Other signs that you don't want to ignore is you got to get up a lot and pee at night. Now, you believe it or not, one way to tell whether you're struggling to breathe at night is whether or not you wake up to go to the bathroom. And there's a correlation, and I'll explain it to you. 2009 study published in the journal Sleep and Breathing, they quizzed sleep apnea patients and found that a staggering 84% reported frequent urination, as in as often as six times a night. So what I recommend is, as you get older, especially men, the prostate will get a little larger, and it can push up against the bladder, and it can cause you to have to pee at night. So what I do is I stop drinking around quarter at, around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And you got to find out what time works for you. You can do 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. And I try to stretch it sometimes past 3 o'clock. Oh, I'm going to have a big glass of water at 4 o'clock. Even if I go to bed at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, I still have to get up. At 3 o'clock, I'm usually okay. So find out what time works for you. And then after, I mean, I'll have a little sip here and there, but don't have a lot of fluids. And especially things like alcohol, beer, things like that. That'll make you pee like crazy. But what this sleep apnea study found, those uh, who had sleep apnea that had, it's called uh, nocturia, which means peeing at night, oxygen decreases. You're not breathing properly. Oxygen levels drops. Carbon dioxide levels increase because you're not blowing out the waste air. The blood becomes more acidic. The heart rate drops and the blood vessels in the lungs constrict. So a lot of things are happening when you're not breathing properly. The body is then alerted something's wrong. You don't have enough oxygen. The brain says, hey, Joe, something's wrong. Take a look at this. The person sleeping then wakes up to reopen their airways. That's why sleep apnea patients oftentimes are woken up. By this time, the heart's racing and experiences a false signal of fluid overload. So what happens is the heart excretes a hormone-like protein that tells the body to get rid of sodium and water, and that results in too much pain. So I know it's a little more complicated than you probably needed to know. But if you're waking up peeing, it could be a prostate issue for men. It could be a sleep apnea issue, which we talked about. Check the stomach, check the nerve supply, stay away from the dairy products. Now, I've talked a lot uh, about you know, getting the spine checked, getting the stomach checked, getting the diet straightened out. If you'd like to come see us in the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We would love the opportunity to take you on as a patient. Now, I don't accept every patient. We only accept the patients we think we can help. No promises, no guarantees. But we're pretty good at this. So if you'd like to make an appointment, you can go right to our website, drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E, and you can book an appointment right there. Or you can call us. If you call us, uh, the phone number's on the website, we can go ahead and get that booked for you. Now, what does it look like when you come see us? Because everybody's afraid of the unknown. We'll do a consultation. We'll do it if we accept you as a patient after the consultation. We'll do an exam. We'll take x-rays. We'll give you your first treatment. On the follow-up visit, we're going to go over the x-rays and the findings, show you everything we have. There's no secrets here in our offices. We'll do a complete nutrition evaluation, as long as you fill out the forms. And we'll do a nutrition evaluation. We'll include all that. Normally, that's $712. We've reduced that to $299. 
So just say you're listening to the show and we'll get you in as soon as possible. We can book you usually the same day or next day in most cases. And for treatment after that, we accept all insurances, uh, sometimes it's out of network, sometimes it's in network. So we work with you no matter what your insurance is, we'll work with you. Uh, cash patients, probably 40, 50% of our patients are cash. It's the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. No reason why you shouldn't be here. There's financing available. If you're ever in a car accident, please, folks, if the car's damaged, you're damaged 100% of the time. So that's my experience. I've treated thousands, maybe tens of thousands of car accidents. And you want to make sure you go to a reputable doctor. Make sure you get a reputable attorney because car accident field is just one big scam out there, folks. Everybody's scamming everybody in the car accident business. So we would love to have you as a patient. We'd love to make sure you get the quality care you deserve and uh, make sure that you're being represented properly because I'm tired of my patients getting you know, jerked around by the insurance companies, by attorneys. We do everything we can to make it as comfortable as possible. Even if you cause the accident, you still got hurt. You still need to come see us. DrJoe.com, you can book an appointment right now, actually, if you want to. Other signs and symptoms you don't want to ignore. And again, if you're just joining us, a friend of mine recently passed from cancer and it, he had some signs and symptoms and he wasn't too excited about getting checked. Now, would it make a difference? I have no idea. But I don't want you to become a victim of saying, wow, had I found this sooner, it would have been a lot easier to fix. If you cut yourself and it takes a real long time to heal, that can be a sign of vitamin D deficiency. Now, it could be a sign of diabetes too. But vitamin D deficiency, one study, 2011, published in the Journal of Dental Research, measured how long it took patients to recover after dental procedures and found that vitamin D deficiency negatively affected treatment outcomes for up to one year. So you've heard me talk about vitamin D in the past. It's the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever buy. If you're going to do vitamin D, which you should, I recommend vitamin D3, not D2, because D2 is synthetic. D3 is more usable by the body. And you want to make sure you're taking it with vitamin K2. D3, K2. K2, what happens is with D3, D3 does a lot of things for your immune system, your brain, but also helps you absorb calcium. D3 will help you absorb calcium. K2 helps drive it into the bones. So if you're building up calcium in your soft tissues, your blood, your muscles, and you're not taking it out and putting it into the bones, it can become a big issue. So Dr. Joe's vitamin D3 has K2 already in it. I recommend five drops a day for adults. I had somebody this morning send me an email. and people, you, By the way, you can send me messages through the website, drjoe.com, wanted to know supplements for children. So I said, the minimum supplements I think everybody should be taking are super greens and essential source. So I said, start with a teaspoon of super greens, a teaspoon of essential source, maybe a frozen banana, whip it up, make like an ice cream out of it. And then as the kid gets used to that, add maybe a quarter teaspoon until you get to about a half a scoop for small children, a, a full scoop for an adult. It's a powder. And I also recommend vitamin D3 for them. And you, it's tasteless. It's a liquid. You put a couple, two, three drops for a kid, build up those vitamin D levels. And that's what I strongly advise you do. It's really important that you get into that mode of making sure you're taking supplements, you're eating the right food, you're making sure your nervous system is working properly through chiropractic care. It is not hard to be healthy. It's really hard to be sick. And so I don't know why the whole world just doesn't get it. Why are you giving up my steak? Okay, don't give up your steak. How about you eat a lot of vegetables with it? I don't like corn. Well, then don't eat corn. I mean, it's so funny. I've had every argument thrown at me and it's like, okay, well, here's a way around that. Here's a way around that. There's always ways 
to get the nutrients in your body. But the minimum supplements, I would say, super greens an essential source. And if you're not out in the sun at least 20 minutes to a half hour a day, vitamin D as well. Now, you can get your vitamin D checked every time you get your blood work done. I recommend you do get your vitamin D checked. And you want to have it around 60 to 80 nanograms per milliliter. That's how we measure vitamin D in the blood. Recommended is like 20 to 30 nanograms per milliliter. I don't believe that's enough. The research is very clear that 60 to 80 is where you want to be. So all the supplements we talk about, by the way, are on our website, drjoe.com. And we have tons, we have seven, 19 different supplements, I think it is. Uh, B-complex, adrenal support, nitric oxide, oh, one of my favorites, opens up the blood vessels, increases circulation, gives you a ton of energy, helps your brain work better. Uh, I was talking to one of my coworkers at the station, and he said, what's your thoughts on this long, long COVID? I said, absolutely. I had COVID, and I, uh, for a long time, my taste and smell wasn't there, I'm not energy was there. He said, yeah, he had it about a year ago and he still doesn't have the cognitive function, the thought process that it used to be. So yeah, you want to get yourself as healthy as you can to make sure the brain is working and the body's working uh, so that when things do come along, which they will, uh, your body's able to deal with it and be able to process uh, the healing a lot faster. And you do that by making sure you have the right nervous system, the right digestive system, and the right supplements and the right nutrition. So again, if you have any questions, you can always send them to, to me through the website, drjoe.com. More than happy to answer your questions. If you're a podcast junkie, we have over 2,000 hours of podcasts on our website, audio and video. And if you, whatever podcast service you use, just type in Dr. Joe for the health of it. Dr. Joe for the health of it. And we have podcasts there as well. So we have podcasts, we have articles, we have blogs. I answer questions for you. Uh, we do live radio shows. We do remotes. Uh, we do podcasts that you can watch live. Love to have you uh, join us. And all you have to do is follow us on social media at Dr. Joe Esposito. All one word, at Dr. Joe Esposito. And please do that. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll, we send out videos all the time. The information is here. It's accessible to you. It's understandable. And most people, I had a lady the other day, I was actually in tears in my office. She says, Dr. Joe, I don't know if you remember me. My mother came to see you about uh, six years ago and she had cancer and she was told she had six months to live. Well, she started following your advice and here it is six years later. And she said, she just wanted me to tell you she can't come see us anymore because of, of her living situation. But she said, she, wants to, she wanted me to tell you thank you because everybody else gave up on her. And you didn't. Now, I don't have a cure for cancer. But we got her on the right food. We got her on the right supplements. Six years later, she sent her daughter in to say thank you. Isn't that cool? That's kind of cool stuff. And again, it's less expensive than anything you're doing right now. It's easier. It's quicker. It tastes great. There's tons of great food to eat. Uh, you can go to our website, drjoe.com, and type in, so what can I eat? And listen to a lecture I did on what to eat. I've written books on it, eating right for the health of it, uh, prescription for extreme health, supplements, podcasts, where well, offices are available to you uh, every day of the week almost, except weekends. Uh, website, drjoe.com. Stop taking chances with your health. Let's get to the cause of your healthcare problems and not just treat the symptoms. And again, the website, drjoe.com. If you want to make an appointment, uh, we'd love to see you. We can get you in very quickly in most cases. And car accidents, especially acute injuries. Uh, somebody got hit in the face with a baseball the other day. Come in right away. Let's get to the cause of the problem as quickly as possible. Drjoe.com. Other symptoms you don't want to ignore, and we've got a lot more to cover here. Your hair is dry. If your hair feels dry and brittle, no matter, brittle, no matter how much conditioner you use, 
You can blame it on your diet. 2017, published in Journal of Dermatology, Practical and Conceptual Researchers outlined a clear link between poor hair and iron deficiency, zinc deficiency, selenium deficiencies, vitamin D deficiencies, and others. So where do you get all those supplements? Dr. Joe's Essential Source. That's a probiotic, prebiotic, complete multivitamin, uh, dried fruits and vegetables. That's the granddaddy of them all. I do recommend you join, uh, you mix that with Dr. Joe's Super Greens, and I take a scoop of each every day. Now with the Super Greens, I like the mint Super Greens. It's a little sweeter. Uh, if you want it sweeter, add a little stevia, mix in some frozen bananas, but minimum supplements, I can't imagine not taking it. Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source. Send me questions, make an appointment, order supplements, drjoe.com. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app. It's a new day now.